Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Very Jeff good, Mac- you. You've, you've come looking like a new man. He's looking think? magnificent, isn't he? I feel magnificent. What's, yeah? Yeah, What's I've the got secret? a spring of my step. Ten years younger, do you, you reckon? Ten? Let's not get carried away. About, yeah, I would say about four days younger than last time. <laughs> so, yeah. I would say ten fucking years. Like, so. Freshly shaven. Look at that smooth as a baby's bum. Do you get it for Christmas? Oh, no, 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 no. I got on them emails. I got Arifat sort me out. Email interception again, was it? Oh, email interception got me got me address straight in for uh, a sample pack from Harry's. I got the free free trial set, including a razor handle, five blades, cartridge, foam shaving gel, and a travel blade cover. Oh God! Now we're all talking. this was a trial. Yeah, all that. All that as a free trial. A free trial. There's definitely a but. What's the but? Oh, there's no but. So you're trying to tell me that I get in contact with Harry's? Yeah. Right, and, and I give them my uh, particulars, and they're going to send me all that gear. All that gear. All you're going to do is pay the three pound ninety five postage. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to bring the specific uh, other company who's into razors up, but I'm sure for three blades, it's about a tenner in it. Expensive now. Exactly. Do you know who Harrys are? Jeff and Andy started Harrys over the pond. They're both cleanly shaven. They were two ordinary guys. Well, you'd like to think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. Two ordinary guys who were fed up with paying too much for the blades. I've just exactly what I've just said. So they started Aris to fix the problem. Yeah. I tell you what, if you, I suggest going on the website and looking at the, the proper stand-up guys, Jeff and Andy. Yeah. Oh, good lads. Basically, they decided what well, right they're paying over the odds for blades when they're when they need a need a shave, dinner party, whatever they're going to. Want just want to look the part. So they decided, well, we'll manufacture our own, top quality, German engineering. And uh, we'll put them out there, take less profit, but provide a better surface. I like Jeff and Andy. The top dollar blokes, aren't they? They say, oh, I like what you've done there with the American twist. Uh, That's that's incredible, really, isn't it? (laughs) Top quality blades for half the price of the major brands. Sold. The proof's in the pudding as well. Look at him. Look at him. Look at that. Oh, they were cat calls, whistles and everything that came in here tonight. Getting carried away well, again, <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can guarantee you <laughs> yes. there was not one Cheeky. when you walked in here. They're good, but they're not that good, are they? Yeah. Are you doing sweet tart? <laughs> I'll get yeah, all well, that. Yeah, i tell you what I can do for that tash, love. <laughs> <laughs> we are re- five minutes of your time. We are recording in Barnsley. I can get rid of that tash for you. <laughs> no, no problem at all. So what I was going to do, get over to uh, harrys.com slash kosh and uh, order your sample kit. Only £3.95 for the postage and it'll be on your doorstep. 
You get a weighted ergonomic handle, five precision engineered blades with lubricant strip, and a trimmer blade also. It's a bit under my nose that I struggle with. Honestly, I know you're going to laugh. I just can't get on there, man. You're a black and decker, not Harry. Oh, you could do Alan Titch mask coming and knocking top off that, <laughs> don't you? You also get a rich lathered shaving gel. A what? Three ninety five and a travel blade cover. And a what? A travel blade cover. It's value, isn't it? It's about it's value. Three pound ninety five postage. www.harrys.com slash kosh. Get on there. Put your information in. Bish bash bosh. Sign me up. How are we doing? Very well, you? Yes. Very, very vibrant. Coming in strong. With a smile on his face. Yeah. It's not that's, a, that's a rarity. We don't Is see it a rarity? Often, yeah, it's we don't a rarity. see smiling very often. Mm. Are you all right? I'm feeling good. On our holidays again, aren't we, lads? Yeah. I know. Birmingham. Birmingham today. We were in uh, Red, near Reading yesterday, weren't Lovely we? Lovely part yes. of the world. Yeah. The first that's time I've been down there, really. Delightful. Yeah. It's delightful down very there. Very nice. Yeah. Tell you what is coming up very shortly. Our two-year anniversary. Oh, yes. So I'm, exp- I'm expecting presents. Who's going to get the two-year itch? Is that a thing? <laughs> what you looking at me for? Do you want us to chuck the towel in? <laughs> <laughs> we can sort resignation. We can sort a two-year itch out for you if you want, Chrissy. No problem. We can. No, but two years, man. We've been doing this. Mm. Two fucking years. Mm. We've all got tubey grips on. Yeah, last week spr- spr- in memory of Luke, sprained wrist. <laughs> <laughs> he went great, wasn't he? Unbelievable, man! What a fella! He went great. What a guy! I think I don't think I've ever. I think he might be the smiliest person we've had on. He just seemed to be smiling yeah. the whole yeah. way through. I mean, the amount of feedback we've had just that he's such a nice, humble, genuine lad. A real nice guy. It's good to see, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, that's the first time I've met him. Yeah, uh, and I'd, I'd sport to him, and I know he is a shy lad, and he. He obviously said that on the podcast, but he, he just cracked us up. Yeah, it's probably the most I've laughed just because he's uh, he's one liners and that. But fully enjoyable. Me. So yeah. <clears throat> so uh, we 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 as we said, we're travelling far in the field to get these podcasts out there now. Far and wide, the the miles are clicking on the clock. Well, they they're are. not in the duke, are they? No, Johnny boy, they? fuck. Not in the bloody duke. No. I don't share a bed and I don't drive. Them are the rules. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, look, can I can I just ask? I mean, yeah, I think it was on the Patreon that we had the story about uh about the Segway the Segway Star Wars Segway show. Segway sex in We've had all. numerous videos sent through. We're explicit in the videos. Of, yeah. that on the on the Twitter. So I've, I mean we've we've seen it now, but yeah. I've if you could stop the time. if you could stop the videos now. That'd, that'd be great. It's no, impressive, though. You, you were, I told you, it's a, it's, I got you, quite into it. You can fuck that Cirque du Soleil off, mate. That that is proper entertainment. Darth <laughs> <laughs> Vader and, all and it, Princess Leia on a Segway. All it costs you is two pints to watch it. Twenty minutes show, two. But pints. you've got to buy two pints. To well, no, you don't have to. But obviously, it is it's a bit, common courtesy. It is a it? bit. It is a bit freaky if you go in and don't have a drink in it. Then mm. I got into it. I didn't yeah. understand the Star Wars theme. I didn't think that was necessary, to be honest. It's just all part of the fun, isn't it? That's the drama. What do you want? Like Lion King? You want it was just, it was just a bit obscure. In one dress, just similar as well. I got into it. I've, been, uh, I've had lights off running around the house. Yeah? Yeah, with a we would glow, glow, glow in the dark condom. <laughs> <laughs> Rose were loving it. I've had a couple of bagels on her ears. <laughs> we're away. Oh, God. <laughs> if you've not seen 
if you've not seen the Segway Sex in Benidorm when you're going this summer, uh, I'll see you there. One. Uh, def- definitely go and watch it. It's Should incredible. we put it on the Patreon or not? No. No? We'll get taken down. It- <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm trying for you, people. Shall we put... You want in the Segway Sex video on the Patreon? Why not? Shall we start Fuck. publishing pornography <laughs> on the Patreon? That'll get them in. <laughs> See, I don't think it is pornography. I know it is, but it's, it's, an ent- it's a show. Yeah, it's, it's an, an art. It's pornography. It's an art. It's, it's a skill. It, it is yeah. a skill. On a Segway, it's, it's a almost skill. a fitness session as well, because her core, her core must be <laughs> as strong as yours yeah. for all your gym sessions you're high-fiving. <laughs> Andy Johnson. Yeah. I'm excited about this one because we've heard, we've heard a lot. He's come up a couple of times. Yeah, on Tanks, Norms, Jeffs. Yeah. The thing is, Jeff said that he's AWOL and you won't be able to track him down. Well, hey. We've got the private detective on the case. Haven't we? <laughs> I, of course not, we did. I'm not oh. one of them for uh, for self-praise, but I've got him for you, lads. Yeah. yeah. I've got him for you, yeah. <laughs> you've, you've turned Stay, up. Staking out his house for three days. I finally put a bit of effort in and I've finally got us something worth listening to. Cheers, John. So you're very welcome. You're very welcome. You, you, you did owe us one after last week, after Chaddy, we were recording with Wayne Brown the next day, and all that we get from John is name of the guest, a time, and a location. So we got Wayne Brown, Wednesday the whatever it was, in the morning. So we've left Cambridge, and it was meant to be in Colchester. So we set to it to Colchester, <laughs> and he's applying pressure to me, saying we need somewhere to stay tonight. In Colchester. So I said, right, we'll see where we're recording in the morning, and then we'll go from there. He's got Wayne on um, on loudspeaker. He says, Tibbsy, we're just on the way to Colchester to book a hotel. He's like, what the fuck are you going to Colchester for? I live in Ipswich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're only I got, half an hour on. You got away with it. With murder. Luckily, luckily, it weren't too far away from where we were. Yeah, I, I but the colour drained from your cheeks in that five yeah, seconds. when he went... What the fuck are you going there for? Yeah, he didn't say Ipswich straight away. No. So there was there was some processing time. Shit. No, we'd already Where booked we'd already booked the hotel. Oh, the hotel we? was booked. Yeah. The hotel were booked in Colchester. And he's like, What the fuck are you going there for? Uh Pause. I live in Ipswich. I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna get fucking dogs abuse here. It's uh, which, a Zedward which, which Julie came. Uh, but it weren't got away with it. It was what, twenty, twenty five minutes or something? And yeah, a, it was a five-star hotel as well that we stayed in, wasn't it? Fucking yeah, yeah. yeah. Faulty <laughs> towers or what? I tell you what, unbelievable win on Uno's wins this mm. week. Oh my god, unbelievable win! Seventeen hundred and fifty quid. He just he deserves it, lads. How has he got ten out of ten? Ten out of ten. That's incredible. And he got in touch as well on Twitter. He said there were no there were no method to the madness. He just picked them. See, I think that's no, where no I'm stats, going wrong. No facts. Just went for it. Just went for it. I've, it, not, it, I've, it. Not, I've not got 10 right in the last three leagues, <laughs> if you had them all together. 10 out of 10. Fair I mean, I'll tell you what I do feel sorry grand. for. I mean, the, the, I think there were five or six in joint second who got 150 quid. Yeah. So for your five, for your five, it's still not bad. But imagine getting nine out of 10 and not winning the big dog. Yeah. I'd be a little bit I mean, you'd off. still be happy with 150 quid. Oh, right, of course you would. If you're getting nine out of 10, you're thinking, you're thinking that's it. Yeah, you're on the way to cash. Get point, them brochures out. And, and we're going away. The thing is, you, you, you can have a nice holiday for 1750 quid. Yeah. You know what I mean? For your fiver. I wonder if he's told his missus. I know. Or he's just kept it quiet. So we'll have another league. Why do you keep it quiet? 
Huh? Just so she doesn't get any. It's a bit of... It's a bit, <laughs> why else? <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit of fucking well, Benidorm. not very nice. It's a bit of Benidorm money, that big. Don't worry about that. that. Hey, a bit of Benidorm money. <laughs> <laughs> you only need 700 quid for them two pints. <laughs> so, uh, the league's yeah. up, is it? The league is up for this week. Yeah. So get yourself involved. You might be... Uh, you might be getting off to Benidorm yourself. Two ah, pints. It's good in. crack, isn't it? The thing, with, the thing, what I'm doing with it is, I know for a fact, I'm putting my fiver in with no chance of winning. Me. Thing is, you do your lasses as well. Oh yeah. Oh dear, that way. I that. hope she wins and she don't fucking tell you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, if the pots get big enough, I think if she won, she'd fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> she'd be out the house for good, right? I'm, I'm off, lad. Can we Look, fix it? Eh? Can we fix <laughs> it? Yeah, anytime you're going to fix it, just for one week, just so I can get fucking rid of her. No, like, no don't, do not put that in. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, so I picked her the other week. She were like, and, and, and I didn't, didn't get one correct on hers. I got two correct on mine, I think, or three. So, oh times. So, so get yourself involved in the league. If you just get on over to the iTunes store, Google Play, download the Who Knows Wins app. In the under the cost leagues there and uh, get the lads involved. Want to get over? Want to get over three grand pot, yeah. don't we? Yeah, I think. It, what, what were we? What was the? What was in the two thousand six six hundred? Got to get to three grand. Yeah, let's get. Got to get to three grand. Just tell tell everybody you know just to sign up. I mean, obviously, there's loads of people have a, a, an acker on a weekend, isn't there? Yeah, the, get the family, involved. The family group still going. Strong. So we're we're all shit at it, right? So just share our money around yourselves. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, the draw for the Patreon members has been made. Oh, yes. Yes. Top prizes in there. Very, very nice. Thanks to Cool Kits and The Terrace for supplying. A few prizes, Have a look at the website. Congratulations, everybody who's won. Yes. Somebody's going to be looking good in that signed Ray Parler shirt. Not as good as you, though, Chris. No, no. You're right. Well demonstrated. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so if you've not yet subscribed to Patreon, what are you waiting for? Come on, boy. The uh, really we need a bit of back music to that as well. Yeah. That last bit, what Titanic? Yeah. More Tit- violins, isn't it? Titanic or something? No, but <laughs> please, sir, can I have some more? What, what are you waiting for? <laughs> what the hell are you waiting for? <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in a couple of fucking mosh pits with that on in, in, in my time. Top off. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But no, so you're still not still not too late to get involved in the Patreon. Well, if you get involved, you'll get all the old ones anyway. So, so you can listen back to all the, the ones that have already been released. There is some belters. Right, should we get him in then? Yes. yes. What do we call him, Andy? Andy. John O. I'm going to go John O. Is, John o, you're right, is that the one? Biggin. Yeah. John O, you're right, Biggin. I tell you what. Is he a oh, very attractive man? In yeah, is he? Looking forward, se- looking forward to seeing how he's matured because he was a sexy bastard, weren't he? He was. Has he replaced Semi at the... At the Top of the podium. Well, Semi just just notched David Norris mm. after you sent me them topless shots. <laughs> I did as well. Get a look yeah, at that. So we'll see. We'll Come Andy. on, Jono. All right, Jono, you're right, big gun. Oh, he's looking well. Passes oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. that glow in the gap condom. I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do it Star Wars. I can't remember what it was. Andy Johnson, 
How are we? Yeah, Thanks for coming on, mate. Yeah. Well, I've, uh, I've started on these many times without actually being here, so I thought I might yeah. as well come and join you guys. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> set the record straight. <laughs> well, no, it's all true. It's just, I don't know what else I'm going to say. You know it all. <laughs> how, was your, uh, how was your shooting? I missed him. So, you How's know. Les? Oh, I was aiming for him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's scaring all the fucking the birds away. So, you know, if you're going to dance around like one, I'm going to fucking shoot you. <laughs> So he was asking for it. He was, yeah, great lad, Les, and, and Stewie. I mean, and Tank's uh, fucking... I mean, I had the audacity of the kid to say, I'm the fucking wrong I mean, the kid's wronger than anyone I've ever met in my entire life. Were you so, on the plane? Oh, yeah, was on the plane. Jesus Christ. See, that just sums him up. You know, imagine doing that nowadays after, like, 9-11, or, you know, it was bad enough then. You know, we're getting a clash, you know, like, we can see him holding the thing, so we know it's happening, but... Four rows behind old Mary and her kids are screaming, <laughs> thinking the plane's going down. You know, <laughs> 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 and we're all You know, one of them like shaking your head moments, like, mate, you got banned, lifetime banned. It was a KLM or whatever it was we were flying on. I mean, it's just, but that was him, and he just did daft things without thinking about it, engaging his brain first. So, without your first introduction, yeah, him? we got we we both, been there a week, hadn't it? Well, we yeah. both got signed about the same time, beginning of the season, because we actually, when we got promoted, we we had our private party of we won the league because you looked we were last year and you got relegated, so you signed us to and we fucking won it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so we, had a, we had a private party in the Black Orchid, just me and him. Like. <laughs> <laughs> they got relegated last year. We've won the league. Yeah. So Harry signed me and he signed him. And uh, for I mean, he he pretty much said rip the fucking place to pieces. There's like this culture throughout this football club bit, and it was, you know, and it was fucking mate. I, I love playing, and you know, I love being involved in football, and I was going to enjoy every fucking minute of it. So if you st- stuffy fuckers over there don't like it, fuck off. That's it, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so when I've got like the captain, you know, I've just signed on 21, I think it was, and Coops has gone. This is Nottingham Forest, we don't do that. Fuck off, I'll do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. You know, and they soon got used to it. And then, and Harry encouraged me in Tank to. I was about to say that. Did, did, did he, did he did, want you to be Harry like encouraged that? it because there always is and there always will be. And, and for rightly or wrongly reasons, you know, Cluffy was a legend at the club. Now, unless you're uh, uh, playing the football that Cluffy did or the, the, the sort of squad that Cluffy had and the way it was done, then it was never good enough. And Harry was always on a losing battle with that. So Harry wanted us to go in and rip the place to pieces, you know, the, the, the whole dressing room and, and the culture of the club because, you know, you're never going to win against it. Yeah. You know, and it was it was difficult, very, very difficult for him. So me and Tank did our fucking best. <laughs> <laughs> but other people jumped on like Norm, who was there. He jumped on board and thought it was hilarious, you know, and he'd start fucking doing things and then other people would come in and they'd start doing it, you know, and it, and it just snowballed until... You know, it, it, apart from fucking blowing up the hotel, what else can we do in it? You know? <laughs> we went abroad once and I've thrown the fucking bed off the balcony. It's on the roof down there. The, another bed's in a lift. You know, and the, the manager's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but he, he'd encourage you, so you're like, yeah, well, it's your like, fault. Well, yeah, but then Platty took over and he didn't really like it that much, you know? Like, <laughs> what were your reaction with a play job? Because Norm said he, he, he didn't really take to it as much as he was like, oh, that's a bit much. With, but you like, under, understandably as well. Like, yeah, but with the, with the what's your reaction? You're like, you'll do for me, Alan? Yeah, I'm, I'll room with him. It was fucking, we used to encourage each other. It was like, you know, <laughs> you're trying to outdo each other yeah. and do the fucking yeah. worst thing. You know, we used to, honestly, it was like, on the coach, everyone would be like, we'd be sat there thinking, right, how the fuck are we going to get these lot when we get here? You know, and it, we, and it was like that. And we'd get there and a little, we'd see something and it'd be a prop and you'd go, fucking hell, I'm using that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
Did, you, did anybody ever get, you know, like, were you practical jokes and that? Did anybody ever get to the point where they thought, but they had a go? Thought, that's too far, I'm going to fuck it. Oh, yeah, I would have fucking done him. <laughs> <laughs> that just encouraged us more. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we it started off, one of the lads thought they'd welcome us to the club. I think that's how it started. I can't remember properly, but they come in and sort of tipped our bed up. Well, we threw the fucking beds off the fucking, at, at the hotel. No <laughs> I'll beds. see you and I'll raise yeah. you. Yeah, and we raised it to such an extent that you wouldn't fucking dream of touching me in tank. You wouldn't <laughs> dream of it. You'd go in and fucking hide in your rooms. And then we used to put like buckets of water up against all the doors on the night time. You know, so when, the bump- be, when everyone's in bed, we're down in the kitchens getting fucking props, to, you know, <laughs> buckets of water. Lean the bucket of water so when everyone's all fucking wet feet everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the mornings, we wait in our room and you go, what the fuck's that? Yes, another one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'd be up all fucking night doing it. God knows how we ever got you to play. But, mate, we never went to bed till one o'clock. We'd be led in the room giggling at each other what we've done like. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Absolutely. You used to love playing away then, didn't you? Oh, you know, mate, you could honestly. Get it all in. Yeah. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, Somebody asked about, did you do something to Jonathan Greenham one time? Loads, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where, do I, where do you start? Um, well, you've, something you, in his car? Oh, the mice, yeah. Yeah, he, um, <laughs> the, the mice. mice. <laughs> he don't, I don't like cotton wool. So I've come in from training and some fuckers filled me wash bag, me pockets of me clothes and all that. So I go home in my kit and leave all my You don't like there. cotton wool? Can't stand it, mate. My nipples have gone hard and I look. Right, enough of the cotton wool. <laughs> so someone's done it. I don't know who's done it. So everyone's fucking getting it. So I've, I went, just went home and I got somebody to get my clothes and empty all the pockets and my wash bag and leave it for the next day. So I haven't said anything because I don't know who's done it. But now everyone's going to get it. So, you, so you, because you don't know who's done it, you're Six thinking weeks, everybody's getting eight it. Eight weeks. I, I lived out in the fucking country. I live in the fucking wrong. I live in the country. Set traps all over the place for dead animals. So I've got, I ain't joking, I've probably got 60, 70, 80 mice, rats, <laughs> them sort of, you know, marsupials, whatever you call them. And I've collected them and they're fucking rotten and they're horrible. But imagine, like, the first day I got day one mouse. Day 60, he's fucking rotten, this one, isn't he? <laughs> I've just found a fresh one on the. Now I've peppered everybody, all their pockets of the fucking dead mice wash bags. Jono's car in the glove box, he's picking the kids up, it fucking stinks on the engine block, everywhere, a place where he can't find them, I've stuck him in the radiator. <laughs> Man, I've peppered him, absolutely fucking peppered him, and I teach him to fucking do it again. So what did Jono with the cotton wool? Or do you I, don't, sort of... I still don't know to this day. I don't know, but nobody did it again. I thought, well, I've got to make an example of one, so he's getting it, because you know, he was my pal, so. But like, that happened all the time. I mean, Jeff, Jeff also used to, he had these, um, was it Adidas, K9, when I, was it K9, the trainers? Yeah, the... the, the fucking hell. The added up. Yeah, he come in one day, and he's got these kind of fucking trainers. Look at me, new trainers. You, can't, you, you lads can't get these yet. He said, they ain't out yet. He said, I've got them like so. I said, oh yeah, a couple of hundred quid. I went, oh, fucking brilliant, yeah. So I super glued the guns to the wall. How many thought of them ripped all the soul off? <laughs> now you ain't fucking got them either, have you? <laughs> Always chase me for fucking ages. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> used to fucking oh mate we used to terrorise super glue them to super glue them to the wall yeah fucked them beyond the dressing room stuck on the wall like that <laughs> yeah. I just wouldn't want to get involved you'd just, just let yourself to yourself yeah. Yeah. I'd say crack, crack on lads I don't know there, there was some that kept themselves to themselves but generally if you kept yourself you were like a target mm, we'd get yeah. you know, just, for the, just to see what reaction you'd get first Tang spoke a lot about Megson obviously didn't speak very highly of him yeah but yeah. You, you'll have been with him at Norwich I enjoyed Mego's coming. When, when I was a kid at Norwich, Mego came as a player. I think we signed him from Man City, I think. And uh, he used to say I was his wingman, you know, because I, yeah, I was only 16, I think, at the time. So he took you after yeah. you were under, under his wing. And did he fuck? He was an horrible bastard. <laughs> no. was, he mid- was he a midfielder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, 
he used to say, oh, like, if he got dropped and I played, he'd go, I'm not, I didn't fancy it today, so you can go out and have a go today. I'll, 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 yeah, I'll, but he was yeah. a quite a nasty bastard with it at times, like, you know, because he was only a, like a young kid. And um, I kind of grew up with him, sort of there, and then he became the manager, which, you know, you couldn't call him Ginger Bastard anymore. You had to call him Gaffer. You know, <laughs> three weeks in, Ginger Bastard. Fuck off, Ginger Bastard. You know, he's like, no, it's Gaffer, lads. Fuck off, Ginger. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can't remember what happened. I, I don't know whether it was the taxi incident when we, we had to fight with the taxi driver or something. I, don't, I think Mike Walker was the manager then. I'll come back to that story. Because Norwich are a team when you're coming through. I mean, Mate, it was so third in that yeah, third in the yeah. Premier League that first season that you yeah, came through. Yeah, we... Um, yeah, we we got into got into UEFA Europe. Cup. Yeah, 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 and uh, no, I mean, I by Munich. Were you? Yeah, well, I was on the bench with Mego. We sat on the bench that day. Fucking Jock, the kit man. Well, he was kit man, physio, uh, and and bus driver, I think, at the time. <laughs> you know, so, Chris Sutton had said something to me. He's our star striker, and he, this is the night before we'd gone to the stadium, Olympic Stadium, and trained, and had a look round. And Sutty had said something to Jock, and Jock's fucking flown at him, and he's fighting him. He's going, fucking leave him alone. You know, we, got, we need <laughs> him to play tomorrow. Yeah, that's right, yeah. But if, you know, f- football was really different back then. Than it is. <laughs> <laughs> the kickman having a fight with your star striker was that before <laughs> you would have been. You'd never, would you? Yeah, yeah, it was fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so were you confident, you know, when you were in, in, in the was youth team like, coming through? Did you go with the first team go, right, I'm going to... Make an impression of you? No, I didn't really like football, to be honest. I played rugby in Bristol. And football was... I chose football because I got picked for Bristol schools, rugby and football. And I like rugby. And uh, I only played football because of my mum and dad, so I wasn't really that arse, to be honest. And I wasn't really that... I was joining the Navy, to be honest, um, rather than football. But, yeah. And, and it just... That was it. I mean, I made my debut against Colton Palmer, actually, in, uh, against Sheffield Wednesday. In... Fuck knows when it was. In, back in the old First Division, when Leeds won the last old First Division. So made my debut then. Then we had Notts County in Wimbledon at home, and then we had Leeds away who won it. And it, that was on my 18th birthday. And uh, my mum and dad had put a surprise party on, and I'm in fucking Leeds. I was at the phone and said, "Oh, we got a surprise party for you." He says, "Oh, brilliant." <laughs> so on the coach on the way home, I'm still going to get back to Norwich from Leeds, and I've, they're going, "You're going to drink?" I said, "No, I ain't drink." So they lock me in the toilet unless I'd have a beer. So cut a long story short, they've held me down. They fucking pour it down me like I am absolutely wanking. <laughs> But I uh, can already fucking see you got to Bristol at half two. Mum and Dad said happy birthday and went to fucking bed. What was the party like? Yeah, it was good. me on my own. Wanking. What a fantastic 18. Yeah. You should have come. You should have been there. Yeah, fucking awesome. Did Martin O'Neill come in? Yeah, after? Martin, yeah. I worked under Martin. Fucking brilliant. Strange, but brilliant. You know, I don't know why it works, what he does. You know, he used to call him the alien because he had this fucking thing on his back and it was like, like a big airy maw it was. He <laughs> <laughs> just said he got the alien. <laughs> the alien's out. So you know what it's like, you know, like we had uh, big Rob, Rob Newman who was like a fucking, he was week in, week out. He was always like the centre half or, you know, he, he was always playing anyway. Charmy used to get in early, put his kit on, he used to like to sit there. Anyway, he'd come in with Martin, put his kit on, he'd come in and he says, what the fuck are you doing, change? So I told you the team, yeah? And this is about joking, 15 minutes before kickoff, he used to tell you the team. And he's gone, well, I always fucking play. He says, not today, you don't. Fuck off. <laughs> and dropped him. Yeah. You know, it's, always, it's always a risk, though, doing that. It doesn't matter yeah, if he... too soon. Yeah. Yeah, but but he always played. He was like the fucking... The one that always played, you know? And do you think he's just done it to prove a point, then? He did, yeah, and he used to do things. We, we had, like... I don't know what it was. We were playing in uh, the Cup. So it was, I don't know, say somebody... Halifax or something like that. So he got us in on the morning of a night game for training. 
which we never did. And you think, what's he, what's he done this for? And he got us all in. We all went out there. And like Wally um, was his assistant. He said, what the fuck's going on, Wally? He's going, I don't fucking know. He said, I guess he's good as mine with him. Like, you know. And he come out, gathered us all around in a circle. Wally put his fag out. And uh, he's gone, <laughs> he's gone, uh, don't just think you've got to turn up tonight. Now go home. Send us home again. You're all like, fuck. She never actually did anything? No, never did anything. Never kicked a fucking ball. Never warmed up. Just went out. Stood there wondering what we were doing there. And then he came out and said that. And then we all went back. Fucking mental. So was that Martin O'Neill's first job then? Manager oh, job? Uh, I think he was at Wickham, were he, before? Yeah, Wickham, Wickham, that's right. Yeah. yeah, he was at Wickham. But don't get me wrong, he was brilliant. He was absolutely genius. I don't know what it was about him, but he was a genius. Really, really good. When Forrest come in, were you straight away, yeah, Forrest? Oh, well, I had, I had a couple of couple of clubs, to be honest. So I'd had a decent season that year, so I had a couple of clubs. Crystal Palace as well, but I sort of weighed it up. I looked, Palace are probably going to get relegated from the Premier League. Forrest have just been relegated, but look at the squad they've got. Mm. Yeah. You know, and I thought, well, what's the point? I may as well jump on with that now and then, you know, sacrifice a year yeah. to, to go up and, mate, what a, what a decision. So, I mean. you, so you must have been playing really well for somebody to... 2.2 million. Yeah. They played. Big money then, isn't it? Even yeah. even for someone to 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 want to pay that much money for you after obviously the taxi driving thing, you must have been flying. I, I had I had spunk, you know, that's just, you know, I want a naughty kid. I just said, Oh, it's just full of spunk, you know, and it's uh <laughs> it wasn't never my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I just had too much energy. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but, well, look who signed me, Harry. I mean, he's fucking, you know, managed a crazy gang, didn't he? So I was nowhere near he, that level. Um, but he I might have liked you. I think you were. I think you were. Yeah. But he kind, he kind of, you know, he kind of must have thought. Well, he had a, he had a he had a role for me within that yeah, football exactly. club. So and he did tank, and you know, you've already done this with him. You know what fucking nutcase he is. So you know, it's uh, so I've got Crystal Palace and uh, Steve Coppel's the manager, and he's gone. Look, whatever you want. Right, blank check. It, fuck, we just want you. Just come down to us. Have what you want. And I and I and I spoke to Harry, and I, he said, "Well, this is what we're offering." I said, "I'll come and sign for you, Harry." He said, "Do you, do you mean that?" I, I was in Greece. How could he? Can never forget it. I was sat by a little pool and just off off the beach with the turtles, and the bird beyond reception was for who the fuck's this kid? Because every time I come up, there'd be because it was faxes then. When I'd get a faxes of like offers with fucking numbers on it, and they were like, you know, astronomical really for back then. <laughs> She was like, who the fuck are you? Like, you know. Jerry <laughs> said, right, are you, are you agreeing with me then on the phone? I said, yeah, yeah, no problem. He said, right, I'm coming out tomorrow. I went, I'm on fucking holiday. He went, I don't care, I'm coming out tomorrow. So he did, flew out to Greece. Flew out to Greece, I signed on the beach on holiday with the secretary, Paul. And then he said, right, got to keep this secret. He said, don't want anyone to find out, blah, blah. It's in the fucking sun the next day. I went, Harry. I said, because I shit myself. I went, Harry, I ain't leaked this. He went, I know you haven't either. I said, well, you told me not to say anything. You know, it's fucking mad. Absolutely mad. Harry was great. Harry's a football man. You know, he's a proper, proper geezer. Because like you said, Palace are saying, Blank make jet. your numbers. Make your numbers. But you're going to make a footballing but, decision, aren't you? It's not yeah. always about money. I mean, you get paid enough anyway. So, you know, it's it's, it's not about money. It's... You got to look at the. Do I, do I want to go to Palace? It's a fucking sinking ship, or do I want to go onto a ship that you know I've just added another engine and we're gonna you know? And the players they had there, I mean, you know, the squad was unbelievable. I mean, it really was unbelievable. And uh, you're gonna learn and grow, and at 21, that's what that's what you yeah. want. Because we talked about this time at Forest with a few players that we're Norm, and uh, yeah, this is the the, the Van Oudonk yeah, situation again, yeah. the promotion. Oh, the Van Oudonk thing. See. I, I agree with what Pierre was saying and what he did, but it made me laugh because I think I never got involved. I was too busy fucking around to, to <laughs> give a fuck whether Pierre come back or not, to be honest. <laughs> um, 
But you had people there like going, oh, I'm fucking going to, if I see him, I'm going to fuck. Well, no one said fuck all. Jeff Thomas was the only person who pulled him about it. And the rest of them just went, Psh, and off we, you know. If you're going to say somebody, somebody. We had somebody on Twitter, I don't know if this is true, but were you one of the only ones that celebrated with him when he when he scored his first goal? I may well have done, yeah, I ain't bothered. You know, I, to be honest, I understand why he did it. I mean, it dropped us in the shit as well. But I kind of understood why he did it. And he's he was on fucking 40 grand a week, I think, or something stupid like that. So he could only find you two weeks in every month. So he sat at home copying fucking 40 grand a month. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> so you did that, you just weren't... I, it, it ain't none of my business. Yeah. It's none of my business. You know, if I've got an opinion on it, I'll, I'll tell him. But do you know what? I kind of agreed with him making a stance, but not just drop by dropping us in the shit. You know, yeah. that was wrong. Um, I think that's what Norm said. Because he left us out. He felt like we're a team. Yeah, and that's right. fucking letting us all down. Yeah. Yeah, and, and we were, but we kind of agreed with it, you know, and I just kept out of it, but there was people that were gobbing off and then fucking never said anything, but that's life, isn't it, you know? But, like, fucking Norman, did he tell you the one about the uh, Tipinyaki restaurant when he burnt his hands? No. Tipinyaki restaurant up one of the sh- roads we used to go to with the lads and the fucking chef catch the egg in the hat. <laughs> so, so Norm, gone in with the hat, camera, <laughs> <laughs> and away from the broom till he could get him off. Fucking goalie! Fucking goalie! Who puts her hands down? I'll have, to, I'll have to speak to you about right, that, Walker. I didn't mention it, did he? No. He talks about the bin bags, though. Yeah, well, you know, it's... Uh, so Tank Tank has explained it a little bit. I think he was protecting me because he thought I might have been still married to the same bird, but I'm not now, so I can tell you the truth. Um, so we, it started off, we were going down to London for a night out. Big Ron was a manager, and we got beat at Villa, and it was our Christmas party. So, anyway, cancelled. So we go back in, and we're in on the Sunday, so we've got to see him run our fucking tits off. So the South Bank bar is right on Trent Bridge, and it's like above it's like offices and it's a tower it's like 20 odd stories high. it's fucking huge so we're in there and we're having our Christmas party all day so we're in there so these two birds have come up to me and uh, Richard Goff was I think we had him on loan Goffy and he said uh, do you want to come upstairs and play scale electrics so I thought fucking <laughs> hell I've had some lines before I mean I've had some decent lines but for my bird to say that so I've gone yeah fucking go on then I'll come and play scale electrics Goffy fucking scale electrics I've never I've never heard yeah. of called scale electrics before it's he says, yeah, I love a bit of scale electric. She got, mate, honestly, I ain't fucking kidding you. Open the door. The biggest four-lane fucking track you've ever seen <laughs> went all around the fucking apartment. <laughs> I've looked at Goffey, and you know one of them, your jaw hits the floor. I thought, fucking have had us in here. They want us yeah. to play scale electric. I'm shit at scale electrics, you know? I've got no idea what the fucking hell you're on about. So I throw the lips on one, she ain't having it. I throw the lips on the other one, she ain't having it. I thought, fuck this, slam the door, kick the fucking bin bag over the barrier over the railing I thought oh it's all cars down there so I've looked over and it's gone straight down straight through the back window of a fucking car and a kid gets out of the car so I've fucking legged it all down the fire escape back in the south bank said nothing he might be in there I don't know so the next day we get in there's me Tank um, Jeff Thomas has had his cruise shirt so he's led on the treatment table so I just told that story like that and fucking big Norm the dafty fucking comes in fucking hell lad you never guess what happened to me last night I'm on the phone to my missus trying to get a couple more hours out and a fucking min bag goes from me back with <laughs> well, um, Jeff's just had his cruise ship done and he's fucking in agony because he's like Bella. oh mate honestly it's fucking brilliant 
absolutely brilliant. Oh, what's a scale electric? Was it was a four lane scale electric? Mate, four lane scale electric. The car, the cars had lights and everything. You know what I mean? Like going, oh, like, they got lights. Oh, give a shit. <laughs> you know? Mate, honestly, the disappointment on my face. I'm quite a jovial, happy person. The fucking look on my face must be like a screen mask. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can only open the door, can only get in because the track was right up against the door. <laughs> <laughs> fucking huge. Had bridges and little miniature people stood on his trees. I'm like, fucking hell, love. How the fuck do you live in here? <laughs> it scared me a little bit then. You know, I've got to admit, I was a bit scared. People then. in trees. See, you know. <laughs> on the side of the track, you know, the geezer went on the, on the fucking bridge with a checkered flag like plastic bloke. Like the toy soldiers you used to have when you was a kid. But like little miniature men, I thought, fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking hell of a line, isn't it? <laughs> Do you want to go to the end and play a scale electric? Yeah. Honestly, the last thing I was expecting was a fucking scale electric track. <laughs> you know, one, you're a fucking bird, you know? Two, four lanes, really, is that necessary? <laughs> not enough. <laughs> But the size of the apartment too would be sufficient. <coughs> you know, one of them little figure of eight tracks. <laughs> like we all had as kids. Not a fucking great big fucking. Two would be sufficient. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pirelli down the side of the track and everything. <laughs> Banking up. Oh, God. Did you get out with Kev? Kev. Kev Campbell. Yeah, great lad, Kev. Great lad. My first Did time I ever, ever met him was um, <laughs> I signed from uh, Norwich to Forest. Our first home game, Friday Night Live Sky, was Norwich. We won 4 1. Got booed off. So I'm walking off the fucking pitch and I went, Kev, we have one, haven't we? So, yeah, get fucking used to that. He said, like, that's what he said. And it was, you know, it was it was a little bit like that at the county ground, a little bit like that, you know. I, I always got on great with the fans, but you could see, you know. Oh, they, so you won 4-1 and you got... Yeah, fucking booed off, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, because the goals were a bit scrappy, I think, or something like that, you know, one like, one too silky. I was was never too silky myself, like. (laughs) So that, do you think that was just the forest, uh, the Brian Clough thing? Yeah, I mean, it was was still in its early phases of, you know, you had, what did you have, Cloughy and Frank Clark and people like that, then Harry come in and it was still quite raw and, you know, they didn't like the change and the club was going through quite a bit of change. Get relegated, it was like, you know. Yeah, it was embarrassment for them and mm, from where they've been yeah sort of I mean it's a big proud club with a lot of history and you know they expected it to be things to be done in a certain way I mean you know taking your clothes off in nightclubs and pissing everywhere they didn't like that very much it's a bit like Man United now isn't it yeah you know you, when you've got transition yeah on yeah. such a pedestal and then how do you live up to that expectation that's right that's right, but that was my first encounter with Kev, and you know we we were great friends, you know, and, uh, and, and we were a, we were a good squad to be fair. We you know when we come down to the Belfry for a game of golf, so uh, ones who were playing golf played golf, the ones who didn't went out into town, and then we met back up to go in the Bel Air, which was like a a nightclub on the part of the Belfry. So we come down. I'm playing golf. Sometimes I did, sometimes I didn't, depending on on what. But I forgot my fucking gear to go out in. So I give Chris Bart Williams my bank card and said, "Look, while you're out, just buy some fucking clothes, like you know, for me to wear tonight." He spent a fiver in all the fucking charity shops. <laughs> <laughs> I look like Cloak of the fucking clown. Honestly, I've got odd shoes on, fucking some dead man's fucking trousers that are like Paddington Bear, and a fucking shirt with lapels out here, corduroy blazer. Man, honestly, I fucking pulled off and nicked a bird as well. Never got it. On shoes and fucking no socks, <laughs> trying to live fit. I fucking still remember. Oh, it was fucking dark in there. <laughs> <laughs> you fair though, you were a good book. You still are now, but you were a good looking bastard. Yeah, wasn't well, you? you know, I had my moments. You see me fucking misses. I'm, I could do better than that, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs>
Shoot if I Who's in the clan with you then? Like with Alan Rogers, obviously a good bit. It was only me and Tank. Is that with that? At Forest, yeah, nobody else dared fucking join us. You know, they they just couldn't keep up. And yeah, it was honestly that was it, it was. It was as most extreme as you could fucking get us to Tank, Forest. Tank said something about, did you go to Miami? Oh, sunk a fucking boat in Miami. Has he told you that one? No. Norm mentioned Norm it. Norm said something about it, but I'm sure Tank said something. Norm sunk the fucker, that's why. <laughs> 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 so, God, we got promoted. They've sent us to Miami. So I've brought a blow-up doll called her Maggie, took her everywhere with me. <laughs> Five-star hotel, they ain't very apt. Customers are moaning, I'm trying to bone her in the pool, like, you know, and, uh, <laughs> So, so I agree. I agreed to put clothes on her. <laughs> so, so, keep her dignity, yeah. We, me, um, Jeff, Tank, uh, Glenn Hodges, fucking Glenn Hodges, what a lad. We tried to do every Hooters in Florida, which there's a fucking load in there. We thought, you know, Florida's how big can it be? You know, <laughs> fucking massive. Trust me. So we took Maggie with us everywhere we've gone. So we, this one day, he says we get this boat out. So it's for the waterways behind, you know, to see them like water repos and that. Yes, what, true, yeah. yeah. So he said, do not take it out to the sea. He said, do not take it out to the sea. But any, I remember the bloke saying it. I was pissed, yeah. but I do remember him saying, don't take it out to the sea. <laughs> so Norm's driving. I'm sat in the... Driving? Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sat on this fucking swivel chair at the front. And the, the boat just goes straight off. There's no up. It just goes straight off. So I'm sat on the swivel chair there. Uh, Dave Besson sat on the swivel chair there and... Jeff Thomas is sat on the floor of the deck like that with his feet dangling over into the water. And I'm fucking thinking, that's a ferry there. You know the big fucking ferries you want cruises on? That's a fucking ferry and it's there with the doors on. The fucking waves are coming. And then we hear, this is the one, Norm. This is the one. We took off this fucking uh, wave. The boat's gone down. Uh, Jeff Thomas has disappeared. <laughs> he's, like, he's gone under the nose here. We've all legged it to the back and the boat's tipped up and all the water's come on and the fucker's going down. So now, we can't start it. We're about 250 yards offshore. <laughs> Craig Armstrong's going, I can't swim. I said, you're going to fucking drown. <laughs> the fucking sofas are floating off. All the beers and wine are floating off. Flip-flops fucking everywhere. And the fucker's going down. And we're drifting down to where all the fishermen are going, get out, we're going, fuck off, we can. <laughs> fucking Miami Vice coming down the beach. Woo, can you get out of the boat? Can you get out? <laughs> fuck off, we can. Jumped off, swam to shore, fucked off. And went other thing, said, your boat's fucking sunk, mate. That's it. <laughs> I was done in, we all chipped in a kind of 30 or 40 grand or something. Or, I, 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 I can't remember the exact figure, but we all threw some dough in. I managed to save Maggie, thankfully. And she, spent, <laughs> she lived she to tell the tale. Yeah, she, yeah. she weren't drowning, was yeah, she? Yeah, no, no, she was fighting, but, you know. But on the last night with Maggie, so I've put, I've, so I thought, I can't take her back with me. So, I've, you know, it was, a, it was holiday romance, that's all it was. <laughs> I'm leaving her there. So I've opened the window, put her in the window, shut the window. She's fucking like that in the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking days are going now. They've shut the road off, if they've got a jumper. <laughs> trip honestly. I come back with a tattoo I did I think you're, yeah I did yeah yeah you finished a fucking bolt of lightning at the shop honestly I've got fucking half a sun on my arm yeah. he says, it's 
stop on the generator. He says, you'll have to come back tomorrow. I said, I'm fucking flying tonight. I can't. I've <laughs> <laughs> never, never went back, so I've left it like it. <laughs> you have a son. You'd have a son on me all. <laughs> 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 oh, fucking, oh, my God. It's a great conversation, Sire. <coughs> Mate, I'm fucking sweating here. <laughs> I'm sweating from laughing. <laughs> oh dear. So we've had a, a like obviously a message tank today saying, "Have you got a, have you got a, have you got anything for us?" And he said, "Sweat about one of the room you've done in Miami." It was um. <laughs> was this the same trip? No, no, that was the end of season. This was a pre-season trip. Right. I can't believe they let you back in. So, <laughs> <laughs> a different hotel. <laughs> After you'd sucked the ball, I thought you'd you come back from back Yeah, so it, it, this one was, I don't know, they're fucking stupid. They must have just signed Andy Gray and uh, Jack Lester. They could have only just signed and not, not been scared yet, you know, for the first trip. Not realised what I'm going to be. Because it was 100 degrees in Miami. They went in, they went in our room and turned our heating on full blast. Oh, so they've picked you as victims. Oh, they, yeah, oh, they've chose us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And of course, of course, the lads are just, they're like, what have you done? Why have you done that? You know? Do you think the rest uh, of the lads were like, I think they should get their room? They, yeah, leave the fucking country. That's what they should have done. <laughs> the thing is, it's weak as well, isn't it? Just turn, turn the heat back down. Mate, well, to fucking, it's a weak it's, effort. It's, it's pathetic. So, <laughs> so we thought we'd show them how to do it. So me and Tank threw their bed off the balcony, one of their beds, and it was on the fucking roof of another the other hotel next door there. And the other bed was in the lift with all their clothes, a tread of their clothes from the lift all the way up. <laughs> Ansel and Gretel. To their room, so they knew which where to put the bed back. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Gray had a book. We ripped up, fucking wiped our ass with it. Down the toilet, everything down the toilet. Tell, I think the telly was all smashed up. Brand new sunglasses. He was gone on about in the day. Fucking 200 dog. Fucking ripped them up down the toilet. Everything. <laughs> fucking trash their room. And then, well, I was, I was trying to educate him to show you if you're going to do someone's room, that's what you do. You're going to do it. Do don't it fuck proper. with the eating. You know? <laughs> Just turn that off. There's no damage. You know? What, what kind of a fucking mean? statement are you making? <laughs> that's why that's why TF tackle. You're in with yeah. them. You're in with the season pros. We're here. trying to stay in the Premier League. Pistola. That ain't going to fucking do it. You know? <laughs> Bear on striking. That's what you bring to the Fucking table. <laughs> I ain't fucking gonna cut the mustard, is it? This is what you do, and you fucking trash it properly. So, did, like, did you get used to get you used to get bills? Oh, you yeah. from hotels. Well, yeah, we couldn't pay them because we had no fucking wages. <laughs> <laughs> How did they react to that? To that? What the hotel? Kick it off? No, the Andy who's Gray. Andy, Andy Gray. Andy they, you. They wouldn't dare fucking say anything, would they? They'd mutter under their breath a little bit, but you, you know, you've met fucking Tang. You ain't gonna, you know. You, you, you just have to let it go, don't you? you know. Just gotta hold your hands up and say, right, I've well, had my room. I think I'll fucking prove it's us. We used to watch CSI, we had all the forensic fucking gear on, not to leave the hair, and hair nets and everything. You know? <laughs> <laughs> fucking prove it. <laughs> we, we used to fucking, we used to fucking, you know, check out the, the, where's the, where's the cameras, right? If we take that path, they won't find us that way. Uh, <laughs> prove it's us. Everyone knew it was us, it was always us. You know? <laughs> just there was giggling at three in the morning, you know. <laughs> so who left Forest first you or Tank I did yeah yeah I did Paul Art said I'd never play for the club Paul Art took over after uh, Ron I think and uh, he said I'd never play for the club as long as he was manager and I went okay what was the straw that brought the club I don't know back? probably my behaviour around town and I may have slept with his sister or maybe his wife I don't know <laughs> um, I couldn't give a fuck to be honest I mean you know it's not personal is it we had to do a job uh, <laughs> But yeah, he didn't like me, and I said, okay, no problem. So I phoned Harry, I come out and phoned Harry, I said, what am I going to do? He says, uh, do you call him Gaffer? I said, no, Paul. He said, right, is he actually calling Gaffer? I said, yeah. He said, well, I said, I just keep calling him Paul. 
because it winds him up. He said, and, he, right. and he got promoted from the youth team. Yeah, from the yeah from the kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was good at it. Don't get me wrong. So Harry said, go every morning, knock his door, get in early. Morning, Paul. Can I can I go on a free? And he'd say no. And I'd say, okay, I'll see you tomorrow. And that's pretty much how it went for a couple of months. Every morning. <laughs> morning, morning, Paul. Paul. It's Gaffer. No, bye, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, go, can I have a free? No, they want money for you. They're going to give me half. No, all right, see you in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> and then uh, and then it, it started getting, you know, like, they, I, then it, they, they made me train with the, the, the stiffs, like, you know. And then, oh, what was the fuck is his name? Mick, Mick McFarlane. He, it wasn't his fault. He was told to tell one of the kids to give me a boot. So one of the kids give me a boot. Hey, mate, if you do that again, I'm going to give you a slap. In like training, yeah. So and blatantly nowhere near a ball. Well, never even had a ball near me. So he's done it again. So I'll give him a slap, and I. And then Charlie McFarlane's come over, and I've got going in. Fucking one more step, man. You're gonna have it as well. Like so that. they're trying. So they're so they're getting a young lad to kick you. Yeah. So, so you react. Off, so, so they, they can, can sack me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I reacted, and then I was gonna kill Charlie McFarlane as well. And then the next morning, morning, Paul, can I have a free. Yeah, get out of my fucking club. I went. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I walked out. That was it. Went on. Went on garden leave then. And then I got uh, Frank, Barrow, Frank, Frank Burrows at uh, West Brom Megos number two phoned me. Couldn't understand a fucking word he said. And so I said, you better put whoever can speak English on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mega come on. And I thought, fucking hell, a northerner, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so did, uh, when you went West Brom, then, did Forrest Central get any money for you or not? No. But they said about 200 grand, but that was mine, not. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Anybody else's. So that was just to get pay the rest yeah, of your contract. Yeah, yeah, so. Did you speak to Megson about, because obviously you said you fell out with him when you left at Norwich. Was never, that instantly Never fine? mentioned it, no. He, he said, cause he, felt, he said, do you want to come and play? I said, fuck off, you can't afford me. He went, well, just come and have a chat. He said, I'm trying to build something. I said, fuck off, you ginger twat. <laughs> <laughs> he said, come down and have a chat. So I said, all right, I'll come and have a chat. So I come down, went into the ground, and he's like, where's the training? And we haven't got one of them. Where the fuck do you train them? Well, we have to organise it on the morning. Like, and I think, when do you want me to fucking come and sign here? I said, are you mad? So were, anyway, they, were they in championship then? Yeah, the equivalent? We, yeah, but they just survived relegation from the, the championship that season, uh, the, the season before. So, um, Norwich, anyway. um And Forest, sorry, are in the championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I said, look, cut a long story short, I struck a deal with him. I said, yeah, go on in. I'll come down. So... That was it, and it was. We never had a train again. It was, we used to train on something called Jurassic Park, which was over the road from the from the ground, Holford's Lane. Dogshit Park was another thing. I mean, this is how bad we were. It's not bad. We, were. we we weren't a great footballing side, but one of the best, well, the best bunch of lads I've ever worked with. They were fucking. In, we were a gang, and if you hit one, you hit them all. And it, it was such a great laugh. We never even had a fucking promotion bonus wrote in the bonus contract. Because who the fuck thought we'd get promoted? Because you didn't. <laughs> Not in a million years! Who was in that squad? Uh, so if you had a bad game, you had a Sir Gilmore. So that was Larry Sigerson, <laughs> uh, Philip Gilmore, and Dar- Darren, uh, Darren Moore and Philip Gilchrist. You had a Sir Gilmore. Fucking hell, mate, honestly. 
we never used to play through the midfield too much under Mega, I'll tell you. We had, it's one day. On a Friday, Mega always used to make us train on the pitch because I think they put their prices up everywhere else on a Friday, so we train on the pitch. So it's one day, we got the ball in the halfway line, we're doing set pieces and stuff like that. So Moro, put the ball in the halfway line, right? I want you to kick it over the defence's head. So first one, he scoffed. <laughs> so, I'm in fucking stitches, you can't kick a fucking ball. <laughs> Second one, he scoffed, I've gone, reload! <laughs> no, he can't fucking do it, can he? And we're all, all right, Gilly, you fucking put one over his head. They were fucking awful. But we were all, you know, we were just a gang of lads and... Oh, I mean, it was incredible timing. How the fuck we got? I think we, I think we had like twenty odd one nil wins, and it was only because we had like you know strikers up front that could get get you a goal, and you weren't getting past our back foot. They couldn't play football. They could fucking defend. You know, yeah. I mean, they were incredible at defending. But the problems came when we had the ball. That was the fucking problem. <laughs> you know, it was. It was we were all right when the other team had it. Man, I do like the the, the the club now, and I say to them, "How the fuck did you used to watch that?" You pay money to fucking watch that grenade football, I used to call it. You get one nil up and that was it. Nobody could fucking go past the halfway line. Nobody. The strikers, no one. Then we'd build a fucking trench. So get up, boys, here we go. So we one nil up after five minutes. Did you spend fucking... I spent eight to five minutes in your own half because you weren't allowed out. Megan would go, get back. Where are you going? I'm a striker. I don't care. Get back. It's fucking unbelievable, isn't it? And we had, we, we had a record clean sheets. Oh, it's no fucking mystery. I mean, you put everybody in the goal, the ball won't fit. You know. <laughs> was that the season of the the famous Battle of Bramall Lane then? Yeah, yeah, it would have been. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, <laughs> you were heavily involved. Part, yeah. Well, yeah, it was about me. Yeah. yeah, I broke his fucking nose and fractured double fracture his eye socket. He tried to fucking sue me outside of football. San- Santos. Yeah, George, my mate George. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> chased me around the Still fucking airport. <laughs> <laughs> fucking no, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, so so in that first game, was it an off the ball thing or was it well, just? Well, like, a... when I done him, yeah, no, well the board been gone a bit, but it, he threw his head onto my elbow more than anything else. <laughs> That's how the panel saw it. Is that legit? Was that? Yeah, no, it was. It was an accident. I felt sorry. I thought he, I, when he went down, I thought he's what are you fucking down for you twat. I went over and like to grab him up and his fucking face looked like looked like the beast I'd be. <laughs> I thought, Ooh, that's not very nice. Um, yeah, but. You know what? It's one of those things, and he obviously felt aggrieved by it. And Warnock was the twat out of it all because Warnock pulled George on the Wednesday and said, "Look, I ain't playing you. I'm releasing you at the end of the season. You're not playing." He said, "But I'll put you on the bench and I'll give you enough time to go on and do him." Really? Now Robert Ullerthorne was there. He was the left back, and me and Robert friends because we were at Norris together, and, that, and he told me. Right. So, so what, what Derek McInnes' fucking pass was that it was an hospital ball as it was it was yeah. short as fuck and he just took me so his, his sole intention when coming on that pitch was to yeah, do you me, yeah. yeah absolutely yeah which is fine you know ain't a problem I mean luckily I saw him coming so I jumped how, he uh, took me how he hasn't broke your leg well I, he, he must have hit like one of my nerves because my leg went numb I thought he broke my leg and then obviously it all came, I, I was a bit of oblivious to what was going on but then Mega in his wisdom thought I'd, I'll get him off so he took me off to get me in the dressing room out of the way so that's because George has been sent off. <laughs> As I've come around the corner with a fitness coach, fucking George has come out the tunnel. You know the song like about out of hell? Looks fucking like that. <laughs> big fucking George. He's a big kid. <laughs> Flew out the tunnel. Luckily, to be fair to Aidy, he's fucking ex-PT instructor in the army. He's wrestled him to the ground and I thought, I ain't gonna be able to do without a prop. So I ran into the fucking dressing room to get a crutch. One of the metal crutches you take. And then before I know it, the police are in, they, I can't get out. George is going fucking wild in the outside trying to get in and I'm kind of hoping he don't like, you know. So that was it. That was the Battle of Bramall Lane. And, and then we went, we went to Marbella then. The club sent us to Marbella for getting promoted at the end of that season. And uh, 
Sheffield United were just landing in from somewhere as we were flying out and he was apparently looking for me around the airport. George oh, wanted God. a bit of fucking... So I just went and stood Were next you? to Moro and said, look after me. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's mad from uh, Warnock. That Warnock said, right, you're not playing, but I will put you on in enough time to do him. Yeah. So... Uh, it, that's what I was told. That's what yeah. I was told. But you can see that moment, like you said, that you Oh, mate, the fucking lose... tackle. I was like fucking like, dancing on ice, wasn't it? Like, it was a triple salco. <laughs> I should have a fucking ten for that. <laughs> I mean... That was fucking ridiculous, <laughs> wasn't it? When you say your legs numb, you can see that moment when it when you kind of kick back in, yeah. Because the, the, the physio's got hold of me, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're like, you yeah. jump up, like, right, let yeah. me at it, let, let yeah. me get involved. What, yeah, and Derek's fucking stitched up by then, and he's a Sufo Z yeah. butted him, and you know, oh, I don't know, it was, it was chaos to be honest. But uh, I, did, I only realised today that them two didn't. Well, obviously, you've just said Santos was told he wasn't going to play again anyway. Yeah, well, he got sacked as well, uh, Sufo. Did he? Yeah. Mm. For the headbutt. Yeah. But well, there was beef between Warnock and Mego as well, weren't there? They, they didn't get on either. Sheffield went to the United Yeah, yeah there's, there, there's, there's animosity between them two as well. So, well, so going into I'm the not, game, did you know that it was oh, something was going to happen? Mego asked me if I wanted to go and play. He said, I'll, I'll leave you behind. He said, I know what's happening. He said, I know what's, the rumours are going around, what's going to be happening. He said, I'll leave you behind. I went, fuck off. Get me right involved in that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fucking shirking away from that. No chance. You know, fucking George Santos. No problem. But. What are the chances, though, for him to leave you short? Oh, proper short sure as well. I mean, it, 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 it was as if you were in on it, weren't it? You know yeah. what I mean? It was as if yeah, you were like, it was, wasn't it? Okay, <laughs> I said that to him. I said, you're a fucking you. I said, you were in on that, weren't you? <laughs> proper sirens on the pass, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, Have you seen him since then? George, no, no. And to be fair, he was at West Brom, and, and everyone says, hey, what a quiet, gentle, placid lad he is, and all that fucking one coming out the tunnel with me, I tell you. <laughs> Gentle, quite placid. He was like a fucking man possessed. Obviously, <laughs> I didn't fancy it at all. Honest, that's why I went for a prop. I did. I thought I ain't taking you without anything. Good job I had my gun with me. I'd have fucking missed him anyway. Like a, like a well, tank, mate. Like Les, yeah. Funny fuckers, Les and Stewie, you know. <laughs> Les Stewie and Smegger. Fuck me. It's like it's like the Living Dead. <laughs> so what actually happened with the gun? We have to speak about the the gun. Well, he's fucking dancing about, and he was scaring all the birds away. So I tried to shoot the fucker to get him out of the way. <laughs> Fucking, you know what scouts like? Oh, fuck off! What was he pissing you off like? Yeah, proper. Yeah, they're not sharp, do they? No. <laughs> I like to sit in my eye and fucking pigeon, or pheasant or whatever. You know, was, mind you, I haven't got any more been taken off. I got raided the other week. <laughs> well, that's what you story. You yeah, fucking. I'm in the shower about half six. And he says, "This fucking old bill at the door." Don't answer it. But <laughs> <laughs> come down, no fuck off. Turn the lights out. <laughs> Joking, there's six of them, six, and they got they're fully armed. Nah, I've, I've come in. Me towel, are you boys? Where your guns? I went locked away in the cabinet. The fucking weren't the fucking guns were like under the Dotted stairs. Right yeah, under the stairs, and the cabinet was up here. I ain't fucking put them away. They were locked under the stairs, but not in the cabinet, sort of thing. You have to be in the cabinet. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, is that part of your yeah, license? Yeah, yeah. And the cabinet's got to be bolted to a wall. Oh mate, it's fucking strict. I think they're a little bit over the top myself, but. <laughs> <laughs> so I said to me, Mrs. Fucking keep them here, they're up fucking under the stairs. Like, I sort of get them in the cabinet and fucking. Like, Where the keys? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> fucking nothing. <laughs> fucking ammo all over the cabinet as well. <laughs> 
She says, uh, I says, what's the problem then? I said, they're locked away, you know. He said, yeah, but you haven't fucking let us know where you've lived. You've moved out four times. We were trying to fucking find you for ages like that. And he said, your license expired. I went, oh, fucking, is that all it is? So, um, anyway, they fucking took him away and I ain't gone back. I don't shoot anymore. It's gonna, it's gonna, someone's going to end up here, aren't they? So, well, Les fucking deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> Ruining my day. But they come down to the village. On the sole purpose to get fucking wankered. So we had, God bless him, Big Steve's dead now. Oh, fucking nightmare. He's scaffolding, lad. Big kid. I mean, you know, could fucking put him away. Oh, his tank, who they had like a stupid bet who could drink the most. We got twatted. And I mean, I've like, twatted, like 15, 18 pints in, twatted. And uh, let's go shooting. <laughs> what a great idea. What was the suggestion was <laughs> that, man? Uh, probably mine, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was the, uh, the shot. I only shot another kid once as well. Because <laughs> I used to shoot on public foot. Because I, I had, a, I had the down, it was down Mucky Lane where I lived in this village, and my house was the last house. But there was public footpaths, but nobody really ever used them, apart from me and the dogs. So, I, so I had this fucking rustling in the bushes. So I send the dogs in. This fucking kick off. Oh, I thought it was a deer. <laughs> I'll fucking shoot it. Little <laughs> French kid. Got lost. I'm fucking rambling around. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Mate, you're so fucking lucky. God, fuck off like that. <laughs> Honestly. Did anybody take over Tank's role at West Brom? Did you get a new wingman? <laughs> West Brom, there was, it was, uh, we had like, there's clicks in football. In our little group, it was me, Jeff Orsfield, um, Sean Gregan, Paul Robinson, Jonathan Greening, uh, and myself, and that was our little, little fucking group, like, and we ripped the daylights out of each other every day, we, in one way or another. I mean, we went to, uh, we played Bolton, and I'd fucking scored. I remember all my goals because there ain't that many of them. And I'd <laughs> scored, but I broke my toe in the game. And I was supposed to go away with Wells. And the lads were going to Marbella. And I'm sat there and I'm going, fucking going, fucking. And I was spewing like, because I wanted to go. We were playing Italy and I wanted to go and play. And uh, Mego's coming and said, right, you're not going to go with Wells. You broke your toe. Um, so you come with us to Benus, uh, to, to Marbella. I said, I ain't fucking going anywhere. You can fuck off. I said, I'm going fishing. I had a little lodge down in, in Devon. I said, I'm going fishing. I'm going fishing. You can fuck <laughs> off. I'm going fishing. Like, Head just gone. Yeah, gone. Sat there on the end of the physio's bed telling everyone to fuck off. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me. I'm, you can all fuck off. And I had a scalpel on me. And you're going to fucking get it. Like, you know. So he's gone. So he let me calm down. He said, look, just come come away with us. He said, and uh, you can be like the entertainment's for the lads. He said, you ain't got to do a fucking thing. No physio. No, no. He said, just go and have a fucking good time. Keep the lads entertained. I said, all right, no worries, okay. So, so I went along. So I'd be in the, in the morning, I'd be up at five, down in the kitchen with the chef, making sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> making sandwiches? Yeah, because I'm playing golf in there, so I've got to make them their sandwiches. Just go around on my golf buggy, <laughs> with my sandwiches and my beers in, give them the fucking... I'm broken toe, I couldn't fucking walk. So I drive the golf buggy all day. So this one day, Griggs has come with me. And we've been on it all fucking day. You're drinking in the sun all day. Then we're in the club. I said, the, only, the only rule was you had to be there for um, training, and you had to be there for uh, seven o'clock dinner. You know, and that was the only rule. This day, we've been on it all day. I think we started about fucking half eight in the morning, you know, driving the golf buggy, drinking all the way through the day. Got to about seven o'clock. I can't fucking walk. So Griggs, I said, Griggs, you're going to have to carry me up the fucking hill to the thing. He said, I can't fucking carry you. So we nicked the golf buggy. And then up in fucking the harbour, didn't we? All driving all the way there. Yeah. So anyway, we got back to dinner. We're late. We're moving fine. We've gone back out. So I'm rooming, I'm rooming with Derek McInnes who's the club captain, and Griggs is rooming with Moro, who's fucking born again Christian. <laughs> There's fucking me and him, the wrong ones. So we got back, gone down into the Benus, and we're fucking smashed, and we were all nighters. It's now five, 
six o'clock in the morning, got to the hotel. As I'm coming in, Derek's going down for breakfast. So I said, I'm fucking come to breakfast. Would you have a bite to eat and a cup of coffee and have a chat? Like, so we're sat there. He was buzzing with that, was he? <laughs> yeah, well, no, <laughs> you would be, wouldn't you? You'd be on it for about 19 hours, but yeah. I'll, have a, I'll have a cup of coffee and a, and a bacon sarnie with you, no bother. <laughs> a bit of a gym bag. So, <laughs> we'll chew the fat over a croissant. As we sat there having breakfast, Moro's come down, he's gone, Jono, Jono, Jono. What what have you done to Greece, Jono? Jono, like that. I thought, what do you mean? He says, come on, Jono, Jono, come on, you got, you got to come see this, Jono. This is how he talks more, it's fucking hilarious. So, I've gone, what's happened? He's gone, well, he said, I heard a bang on the door. He says, I've gone look through the spy hole. He said, I can't see anybody. So I've gone back, got it back into bed. Then I've heard, what? Oh, don't you touch me. Oh, Gregan, fuck off. Don't you touch me. Like this thing. What Griggs has done, he's fell against the door, banged the door, that's the bang. He looked for his file, can't see him. One of the night porters, one of the porters has tried to help Griggs up, he's sending him fuck off. <laughs> and all that. So we've, oh, we've come up and he's fucking green. He's sat up in bed like that and he's on the phone to his missus and he's getting it and he's green. And he's like, oh, he can fucking speak. So of course he's got to go training now. This is like upper state. He was training at 10. Well, I'm not. I'm sunbathing. I've been told I ain't got to do fuck work. <laughs> Just entertain the lads. Well, training's going to be fucking entertaining, Gary Mason. <laughs> so you know what it's like when the lads, you've had a couple, they pick on you, don't they? So there's Zim in the ball and he greets every fucking opportunity. It's go- He's still looking at his foot thinking the ball's there. He's fucking gone over his foot or under his foot. <laughs> I've let that. I'm fucking pissing myself laughing. So did he manage, manage to train then? Yeah, he trained. Yeah, he had to. He had to train. He was fucking puking and everything. So Mega was away signing. No, that was a dense, that's another story, fucking hell. Um, Mega was signing somebody, so Frank Burroughs has called us in, and he's going, you, you, Gregan, you're a fucking disgrace. He's on fucking holiday over here, you shouldn't be out with him, you know what he's like? (laughs) (laughs) He's on holiday. He's on holiday. I said, I'm going, I'm going to go fishing otherwise. He's made me fucking go, though, I'm on holiday. (laughs) (laughs) So, how did it end with Greg? Greg gets to the point where... Med, somebody made a bid for him and they wouldn't sell him so he started fucking about in training and all that uh, yeah a little bit it ended badly f- for him at the club I mean you know he's he's a great lad a real great lad Greaves but uh, yeah it didn't end well for him um, was that to go to Leeds did he want to go to Leeds then that a bit I think it was Leeds yeah I think you're right yeah yeah. I've heard that one. Was he just kicking like, horns and Megson, let me go, it'll all stop, yeah. Megson, it'll just yeah. let me go. When you come in singing, please release me, let me go in the mornings, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not, you kind of get people's back up a little bit. <laughs> Morning, Gary, can I go? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was, uh, he got his back up a little bit, which which is a shame, really, because Greg's did great when he was when he was with us and uh, he's a good friend of mine. I, I still speak to him now. <laughs> with the stories that we've heard, though, are like from Tank. Can't, I can't place you with Megson and enjoying it. I did what the fuck I wanted. And he let I was you... fit as fuck. So Megan knew what he got with me, so yeah. I got cut a lot of slack. You know, he knew. I think, he could... I think if he signed, if he knows what you like and yeah. he signed you, he yeah. can't really start. That to... must be annoying for rest of lads, though. Yeah, but I didn't. No, but you know what I mean. I, I, like I turned up, I was first to training, I was last yeah. out. So there was no arguing. There was no argument. No argument at all with it. You know, and and you know that was just the way it was. Um, and yeah, Mega couldn't. Speaking really of John O'Greening last week, and he said, uh, "Did you leave a, a a shit on the top of a door for horse? For horse? <laughs> yeah, we were playing this fuck. I hated them console games. I used to get bored. <laughs> Tiger Woods, fuck off. So I've gone to the toilet and I've shit in a cup. I put it on top of the door. So horse has jumped up and he's 
And I'm fucking giggling now. Because I know what's going to happen. I'm fucking open the door. The shit fell and hit him across the face. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard, you ought to run. He's fucking fighting with me in the room. Because <laughs> we're in fucking hysterics the rest of the face. Shoot to the face. Yeah, I fell off the door in a car. We had a lad, Warren Cummings. This is God's honest truth. He's staying at the... Um, fuck's the hotel up in Dudley. The Village Hotel. We had him on loan from Chelsea. Good little fallback, to be fair. And, uh, so, I, you know, I used to get fucking bored. I'd phone him up at 10 o'clock and night. What are you doing? I'm coming over. Well, you live an hour away. So I thought, I don't be I'll be over in a bit. <laughs> so drive over and see him. So he's in the light. I said, what are you doing? Said, go, go out. Game of ball, snooker. Let's go play darts, anything. Fucking sit in your hotel room. So anyway, I said, I'm going to have a shit before we go. Like so I had a shit and I hid his shit in a cup under the bed. Right, and for months, because he was in there, we had him on loan for three, six months somewhere. He was going... My room still stinks of your shit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking cover me under your bed, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Glazing that oh, up, in, up, in the, up in the bathroom oh, door yeah. and this shit falling oh, yeah. and landing on top of your face. In the face sliding man. down. So at what point What point did you start getting the Welsh squad then? Well, I didn't find out. It was, I, don't, I don't class myself as Welsh now, I ain't Welsh. But what, you but, what, 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 what club? used to walk the dog over there, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> At what, at what club did you start? Forest. Forest? Yeah, I was about 24, something like that. When you I were the Welsh that. manager then? Gordie, fucking brilliant. Gordie was a great guy. Fucking useless, but a real nice guy. Gave my, <laughs> gave my first cap. I would never speak badly of him, but the guy was fucking brilliant. He, we used to call him the wolf, and it's because he thought he was cunning. It's not, it's because he looks like a fucking wolf. <laughs> cunning? Yeah, it's like fucking rocket science. Have you got no mirrors in your action? You look like a fucking, you're a big hairy wolf. So this this one night, because he was cunning, this is what he used to think. So you'd have like the whole floor of the hotel, wouldn't you? So he's got his fucking chair and he's sat looking down the corridor. Anybody comes out their rooms, I know they're out. We'll have nobody out tonight. On the ground floor, we've all climbed out the fucking windows, you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> had a fucking great night out. Come back in and beat me on the door. He's still sat Because <laughs> <laughs> he was coming on the ground floor, just climbing out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Playing a five so honestly, I'd never worked with him before because, you know, he, I was overall a little bit. Some of the players in that Welsh team were f- unbelievable players, you know, and you, you, you come in, you don't come in as you usually are at your club, you come in a bit quiet. Although I had Norm with me and, uh, you know. You're not coming in quiet then. A little bit. Maybe not, by your standards. A little bit, yeah. not too bad, but yeah, by my standards then. So you got Chrissy Coleman, funny lad, you know, Dean Saunders. Me and Norm used to travel down with Dino and because he used to live at the last pickup to get out onto the M1 and he'd be fucking, as he'd left, he, he, his missus would go, have a nice holiday, because international break was a holiday. You know, for Wells, it was a joke. When Just a shambles, like. Oh, it was incredible. I mean, you, you travel down on a Saturday after the game, Saturday night out, all day or on the Sunday, with the hearts down the mumbles, and then Monday, Gordy would have a meeting, and he'd go, right, today, we're going to do a double session and Gary Speed would go, sorry Bob, we're playing golf. Okay, Gary, everyone playing golf with Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Should we train tomorrow? No, we can do tomorrow, Bob. Okay. <laughs> everyone see Gary for the itinerary. What do you want to do? <laughs> we didn't train till fucking Thursday. We were pissed the whole time. It was unbelievable. <laughs> when I joined, we, we trained at a fucking open prison in Usk. And you got the, the, the inmates collecting their ball boys. And you got gigs, you going, fuck are we doing here? <laughs> Fuck's this all about, you know? And Gordy's running around, picking the ball, going, stop! React to where I'm stood, shape! Like that. Fuck you. The fuck 
fuck are you on about? You know. And like, oh, he'd have a meeting and he'd, he'd start showing you his goals. You know, like back in the fucking 70s and the pitches were just mud and he'd, he'd slide in <laughs> and him on the fucking shoulder and go in. <laughs> and he said something to Sparky and he's, Mark Hughes and he's gone, uh, Sparky, see, like that. And Sparky was asleep. He, he went, Sorry, Bob, I wasn't listening. Say that again. It's a fucking team meeting. <laughs> Sorry, Bob, I wasn't listening. Tell me that again. So he went, Bob, I've scored more fucking volleys than you've scored goals. Like that. <laughs> of course, we're all fucking pissing ourselves laughing. <laughs> And then when, when Chrissy Coleman was playing on five side, he go, ball out, ball out. And Chris went, Bob, the ball went out. Chrissy, ball out, Chrissy. Bob, I swear on my puppy's lives, like, you know, because of fucking wolf. That's done me. My legs have gone. I'm on the floor. And he's looking at me like, what am I laughing at on my puppy's lives? I'm fucking gone. Absolutely gone. So when, when he left, it kind of ruined it for me. I've retired just shortly after because I just didn't want to go anywhere. So it was enjoyable. It's all serious then, you know. <laughs> Who got the job after him? Uh, Spark Mark Hughes got it. Was that? Yeah. So it did get Yeah, we did well. We got to the playoff uh, for the European Championships against Russia. And uh, I played out there. Got man of the match out there. We drew one each. And uh, he dropped me for the return leg. That was me done. I said, no, I'm fucking jacking it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, jacked it. And then he got the sack in. uh, Tosh took over, didn't he? And Tosh came to Anfield and he said to me, he says, oh, will you come back? He says, no, I've had a fucking enough. You know, ain't Welsh anyway, you know? (laughs) It was meant to be a shambles under him on that. Touchdown. Apparently so, yeah, yeah. Apparently so. My, I found out because my nan was uh, my nanny. Well, she, she's born in Wales. She's born in a house in my steg. They were over visiting friends or whoever. I don't know. I don't know what, what was going on. But and that qualifies sure. for you to play for them. Fucking yeah, hell, yeah. Born, fucking ace. Born within the borders. So your, yeah. nan, your nan went. Your, your great grandma went on a no. Yeah, your great grandma went to Wales. Yeah, to see something. Had your nan in a house and in then, my steg, and I'll play for Wales. Fucking ace. You learn the anthem. No, fucking hell no. I know how to get to the lap dance in fantasy room though, in fucking <laughs> Danny Cardiff. <laughs> but no, you know, I wasn't like Vinny, Vinny coming in trying to learn the anthem. I can only just fucking talk, you know, without a Bristolian accent, so I'm going to struggle to learn the fucking anthem. I couldn't I get beat up. My, see, my brother had death threats and everything when I played for Wales. Really? Oh yeah, he was fucking embarrassed. You know, they were like, you know, he went into work and there was fucking sheep everywhere and all that. All the kids were Bristol, weren't we? And, you know, there's a real fucking hatred between sort of Swansea, Cardiff and Bristol City. And, yeah, you know, yeah. there's a real, real hatred there. Yeah, so they, they were pretty fucking Steps depressed when they found out I was playing for Wells. <laughs> and, I was, and his name's David. I used to call him David. All right, David? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Was, Rob, was Robson all right with you? You know, when you said Megson just kind of accepted it, did Robson, or did anybody ever try Rob, and come down on you? Robert was brilliant. He was, he, without shadow of a doubt, Brian Robson, not technically as a manager, but as a man manager, he was the best I've ever had. He was fucking unbelievable. I mean, I've done my knee, and you, you cast out when you're injured, aren't you? You don't try. I, he said, no, you're part of the squad, you're travelling. And he, he proper looked after me and all that. I mean, some of the, I mean, I've been in a swimming pool with him. We took, we went to Dubai, and I spent all day in a pool with him, getting fucking drunk, you know. And he, you have to physically take the bottle out of his hand because you don't know it's empty, and put another one back in because he goes like that, sip, and as it hits the bar, it comes back up again, <laughs> and that's what all he does all day. <laughs> that's it. He's yeah, like well, to take that one out. At least you know he's another one back in when it's empty. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, and it don't stop. You got to do it when it's moving. So you don't know. <laughs> He's like one of those things in Chinese with them cats. Yeah, that's, that's, it, cat. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's like. Yeah. But what a guy. It's fucking hard, isn't it? I mean, you know, the, the 11 that are playing, everything's wonderful in the world. But you've got 20 other lads who are like fucking children. You know, you've got to keep them happy as well. And he was 
incredible. I've never seen anybody do it like he did. And the respect he had around the place, because <laughs> not because of what he'd done in football, but because of the way he treated people. They respected him yeah. unbelievable for that. I mean, pre-season, you all fucking sneak out, don't you? You yeah. all do. You didn't with him. He said, anyone sneaks out, you're fucking done. He said, I'll give you your day out. Don't worry about it. You'll get your day out. What a fucking day out. Because he knows, <laughs> yeah. he, he knows day day he's out. done it himself. But nobody sneaked out. Whereas yeah. before, we'd all got, you know, they'd say, we'll give you a day out. And we'd all be fucking out f- yeah. five. We've already been out five times before you yeah. fucking said we can have a day out, you know. <laughs> but you didn't with him. And that was the difference. You know, he, he had that respect. And it was an incredible thing. And Nigel Pearson with him was great. Because Nigel was sober most of the time. And he could he knew everyone's names. Which helped. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie Warwick used to go, uh, Romy, Romy. <laughs> Fucking Romy. <laughs> but no, I mean, a couple of times that we'd, I'd travel away and he'd say, look, have dinner. We'll all have dinner and all that. He said, once the lad's gone to bed, he said, come back down. He said, have a drink with the staff. Like, been up till fucking God knows what time in the morning with them, you know, fucking twatted. And, and you know what? They didn't have to do that. They didn't have to take me. They didn't have to make you feel part of it. I, I never, you know, I'll never yeah. forget that. He was a real, real, he was just a genius with men. He, he treated you like men. And and he, he just, he, he had it all. He was, he was absolutely different class. Different oh, class. So, best manager you work with? Man manager, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say the best manager I ever worked with, but as man manager, yeah, definitely, 100%. What we had at that football club was, like I said at the beginning, the great escape people talk about. It. The club had moved on such a, uh, you know, in such a short period of time from when we got promoted the first time, uh, and when Brian signed, he attracted some top quality players, and you know it was it's difficult for them to be integrated into the team as it was for us. I mean, we we weren't used to playing with this, or not many of us were used to playing with with players like that, you know, and it was. Uh, it was an eye opener. It, was, it really was. It, but uh, well, that's can, what, well, that's can, what Campbell said, wasn't it? He said when he when he arrived, he'd be like, look around the changing room and went, "Fuck me, there's some good players here. Yeah. We just to stay up. We just need to." Yeah. And that's get what Kev together. does. And that's what Kev does. I mean, he's really for the lads, like you know. And uh, is is the way that with me and Tank that that uh, Harry sort of gave us what he wanted us to do in the dressing room. I think Kev and Brian. I think you know Kev was was a huge part of that yeah just getting all the lads together he was he was like a big father figure like if you like he was yeah great lad real great lad Trevor Benjamin fucking nookie bear mate the amount of dough <laughs> the amount of dough I've took off him in cards is fucking unbelievable <laughs> what'd you call him nookie bear have you seen his eyes like that <laughs> mate so we're signing <laughs> we're fucking signing nookie and we so my mate Swan he's text me he used to play with him at I don't know fucking somewhere and uh, he's gone, mate, you want to see the size of his cock? It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> right? So he's come, come first day, Nookie comes in, his fucking eyes, he's got pontoon eyes, one sticking, one twist. <laughs> <laughs> he's going around the restaurant, shaking him and saying, hi, I'm Trevor, hi, I'm Trevor, I'm Trevor, I'm Trevor. He gets to me, I says, let's have a look at your cock. And his face just drops, he says, what? I said, come on, let's have a look at your cock, it's fucking ridiculous, isn't it? And he's like, oh, I said, come on, I've, I've been told, my mate's one, he's seen you in the shower, you're fucking knobs massive, like, get it out or fuck off. <laughs> There are your two choices. Get out the door now and, and don't come back. We'll get your knob out and show me. Mate, f- honestly, it was fucking embarrassing for the kid. He used to shower last because it was that big. He was embarrassed for everyone. He was embarrassed. fucking down it. He used to cover it with his arms. <laughs> <laughs> baby's arm all the up. Mate, fucking bigger than that. It was like the whole baby. <laughs> he used to fucking get, honestly. And then and when I saw his missus, I thought, how the fuck are you taking that? <laughs> it was bigger than her. I don't know what she did with it. Yeah, Nookie Bear. But 
but he was blind as a fucking bat. No wonder he couldn't fucking score. You know, so he used to play cards. And it's cards to be a feel like that. <laughs> and you play like, um, I can't remember what the game was now. You had to pick a suit, didn't you? Oh, hearts. Hearts. Pick a suit. And he couldn't distinguish the shapes, let alone the fucking colours. So you said clubs. He thought spades and clubs were all the same. <laughs> I, I couldn't fucking play on a, on a Saturday sometimes because I was so tired because I'd have him up all night taking his dolphin. I'd earn more off him playing cards than I would the fucking wind bonus so I wouldn't bother. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, look, he's only at past three. You'll be all right for another hour or so. <laughs> <laughs> fucking frightening, honestly. Looking He'd have the fucking cards right up against his face like that. <laughs> Great lad, fucking great lad. <laughs> did, he, he, did he not go to Leicester? Oh, he'd been at Leicester. He was at Leicester. We signed him from Leicester. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they fucking offloaded so him. So they had him and uh, what? What were the Akinbayi? <laughs> they offloaded him. Addy Akinbad, my they used to call him. Didn't he? Addy was a great friend of mine. Fucking nutcase. Beast. That whole oh, family's a fucking nutcase. Fuck me, what a physique though. I mean, a kid never even he, he, let alone walk past the gym. Never went near it. And his physique is just something else. I mean, a powerful, powerful kid. Who signed you at Leicester then? Uh, Rob Kelly. Rob Kelly. Great bloke. Yeah, really Rob nice Kelly guy. Rob Kelly yeah. yeah, great. Rob got the Leicester job, didn't he? Rob, mm. Yeah, Rob's Top fucking, fella, isn't he? What a great lad. Yeah. I was fucked. Like I said, I was fucked. I mean, if I trained on a Friday, I'd be near to swell up and I couldn't play on the Saturday. So I've very rarely trained, to be honest. You know, I'd come in and just chill about. And, and you got like, a lot of stick from the fans. Did you? Uh, like Me? Yeah. Yeah, well, I was from Forest as well. When I, and yeah. to be honest, I was fucking awful as well. <laughs> that's, that's always a contributing factor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I should have fucking retired when I had that injury against Fulham. I should have took the dough and retired. But you want to play as long as you, do, you yeah. can, don't you? And, you know, uh, my heart said, you know, fucking carry on. And it was embarrassing. Is your head telling you at this point, I should probably... I, I struggled out, you know, in the mornings to get out of bed. I mean, until I go down the stairs a couple of times and the, the blood flows into the knee and yeah. it, that's the lubricant because I've got fuck wells in there uh, yeah it's a, I mean it's hard and it, back then I mean you know they, they moan about being fucking tired man my god you know what I mean it's like used to look at the pitches we used to play on and mm. how many games you used to play yeah. and how many fucking cortisone injections have we had and you know how many times have you played with something anti-inflammatory you, tablets yeah, and oh, all lived that. on them didn't we the yeah. little fucking pink things <laughs> I couldn't get out of bed until I had a packet <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> I so will wear you at Leicester then. So you get to like 37 like I am now and you know, your body's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, um, what would I have been, 32? But I'd gone. Uh, and I never thought I'd say it. I was, I was glad to retire in the end because it became embarrassing. I was getting paid to, you know, I felt like I was doing a disservice to the, to yeah. the game. Especially uh, when you're saying as a player you were fit as fuck. Yeah, and, and that was my game was yeah. getting around and I couldn't. I know I was never had real pace. I could just fucking run slow all day. Yeah, you know? That's, uh, yeah it was it become embarrassing a little bit. And then I went into uh, my old youth team manager, uh, Webby, signed me for Kings Lynn non-league. It's a bizarre thing was is I, I always wanted to finish my career at Bristol Rovers. I always wanted to play for them, so I had the deal pretty much done. Was that your your team as a kid growing up? You've yeah, but you've, you've, you've skipped my team here. Yeah, you've skipped Barnsley here. Oh yes, well yeah, yeah that was fucking horrific. <laughs> <laughs> no, did you know you were done at Barnsley? But no, just, Barnsley yeah. was great. I mean, Simon Davies signed me, and he's a fucking joke. The bloke's a joke. He, he come, you know, Paul Hart come from doing the kids, and that was fine. At least he's gone on and he had a bit about him. Simon Davy, he should be fucking selling catalogs for fucking K's or something like that. <laughs> you know, he just couldn't deal with it. He signed me, he wanted me to do this and do that, and then he'd come in and. 
half time and say, John, what do you think? And I'd say my bit and he'd go, yeah, yeah, I agree with that, yeah. And then all of a sudden he got paranoid and thought I wanted his job. Do I fuck want your job? You know, uh, it's fucking crazy. And then we fell out. My last game was against West Brom away. And I got man of the match and I never played again. For Barnsley? Yeah. And then on, on Boxing Day, he decided to drag me in the squad. Didn't bother me, mate. I was singing Yellow Submarine with my family at fucking five o'clock in the morning. Out my fucking night. <laughs> <laughs> yellow Submarine. Yeah. I'll never forget it. We all live in a Yellow Submarine. Yeah. Five o'clock in the morning, out my eye. My old man's going, you got a game tomorrow? Oh, fuck him. Yeah. And he, so he just drafted you in just to be a... Just to piss you off? Yeah. Yeah. Just to piss you off. Because I haven't been in the squad for fucking four months. You know, and all of a sudden, Boxing Day, he wants to try and piss me mm. off. and didn't piss me off at all. It didn't ruin my fucking Christmas. I stuffed my fucking face and got wanked. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it was crazy because, you know, it could have been good at Barnsley and it's a, it's a great club. It is a great club and um, it could have done something really well. I mean, we got through to the semi-finals down at Wembley, you know, we beat Liverpool. Is that and, when Big Coyote scored against Chelsea? Yeah, 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 you know, and uh, it, it, we really had a, a, a good team there and with a bit of fucking somebody at the helm who... I'd half a fucking clue what they were doing. That could have gone on to get promoted. It could have gone on to do some great things. But the guy never had a clue. Not a fucking clue. And unfortunately, sometimes you, you get that when, you know. It, see, I always said if I was going to go into football, I would never want to work with kids. Because I ain't got the temperament for it. Yeah. You know, I, I work with men and that's it. And uh, I mean, how can I put a fucking kid up against the wall and give him a fucking, you know. You can't do it, can you? But you can have a ding dong with a bloke because it's fair. So I always said I'd never get involved with going into like the coach and the, you know some people do and some people are made for it Paul Hart was made for it did a great job at Forest you know bringing JJ through and Dawson all that lot um, the Davy Monster at Barnsley was apparently doing a great job he should have fucking stayed there because he weren't cut out for the men's world the Davy Monster <laughs> <laughs> he did last longer that's what my, my missus used to call him <laughs> the Davy Monster not picture <laughs> oh, sorry my ex missus there <laughs> The Davy yeah. Monster. The Monster, yeah. They were a fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> and I was I was too old and long in the tooth to fucking be bothered. Yeah, you know, so like, you were, it's up to it, fucking you. I ain't fucking bothered yeah. now. You know, I'm, I'm here fucking cigaring it up for the... I used to commute every day. I bought the house up there and I, the way he was treating me, I went... Well, he said, look... I said, I ain't going to move up. I'll commute it. He said, oh, I'm going to give you one year. I said, oh, what? So you give me two if I move up? I said, all right, I'll buy a house. I bought a house. I lived at home. I used to commute from Worcester every day. Just part the house to yeah. get the Well, I used to leave at five o'clock in the morning. Oh, man, I never slept. I'd be up in the middle of the night feeding lambs or fucking having <laughs> vampires. I never fucking slept, honestly. So five o'clock in the morning, I'm fucking wide awake bouncing off the walls. So I had a little Jack Russell called Frank. So Frank could stand on the back seat with his fucking feet on the middle of, uh, I don't know, the AC I bought to, to travelling. So I just fucking wrecked the car with the miles. And he'd sit there all the way. I'd get up. And you know, all the, uh, at the back of the stadium, Oakwell, you got all yeah, the Yeah, the lakes and all that. No, I used to go around there for fucking two hours with the dog. He'd come in with rabbits. The lads would go mad and fucking claret everywhere. The dog's got a rabbit. Like, <laughs> you know, a rabbit off. So, so, you know. And then a dog would fucking lay in the car all while I trained and I'd fucking drive home. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that for a oh, good year, you know. But it was ace. I loved it. Are you, yeah. on, the, are you on the farm now? No, fucking hell, no, no, not anymore. I'm fucking grafting too hard now to have a farm. I, I never had a farm, I always lived in the country. Yeah. But, mate, we had the, the, the dock at West Brom. Uh, I said I want a couple of lambs. Because, you know, I used to do lambing when I was at the thing. Because I'd be up in the middle of the night. So I'd walk down Mucky Lane where I lived, and there's a, like a little farm there, and I'd just go and lamb with the geezer on the night. So I'd sit down and chat with him and the farmer. <laughs> any lamb struggling, you'd pull them out and, you know, do that sort of thing. 
So I just for something to do, like. yeah, yeah, because I was bored. No. <laughs> so I said to the doc, I said, I don't want to cut the lambs. He said, My me, me son's got farms in Erfurt. I said, All right, we, they don't always bond with the mother straight away, so then they have to rear them. I said, I'll have two of them. So I've got these two fucking lambs. The kids have named them Lammy and Speedy, and I've got them on the side. I'm thinking, I'll cut the fucking grass down to pay the geezer then, do I? To cut the grass. <laughs> so I'm up in, in the middle of the night, like babies, you've got to get up in the fucking middle of the night and bottle feed them and on the thing. <laughs> fucking nightmare. <laughs> so I get home from training one day and. Uh, the fucking missus, them lambs have got a fucking go. I said, what the fucking hell's the problem with the lambs? I've gone out the side where they where I keep them. Where the fuck are they? She went, they're in the fucking lounge. They follow the dog through the, the dog flap, don't they? Shit, everywhere, all in the lounge. The fucking <laughs> lambs. What am I going to do with it? Right, I've just got them rear now. So I've, I've got them on the pellets, ready for the grass. Perfect. <laughs> now they've got a fucking go. What, what, what am I going to do with them? So I drove to Chateau Impley in fucking uh, which way. Load of fucking lambs there, marked with red stripes. Fucking lobbed them over the field. <laughs> <laughs> Lambs are gone. <laughs> Go and join them. When the farmer come down, must have missed them too. We crack on with, we crack on with lads there. Go on. Fucking frightening. I used to go to the auctions, like in Henley. They used to have a uh, Christmas, have a turkey auction. So you can buy a turkey and you kill it yourself and fucking skin it, and, you know. And I used to do all that with the birds anyway. So I didn't want to bother. And it was I thought the kids would fucking love it. Well, they didn't. They cried, but. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's fucking go and get a big turkey. Reindeer. Fucking rain and a reindeer. With all the fucking paid of grand for a fucking reindeer. Let it go over the Clent Hills. The fucking reindeer running around over there. <laughs> Christmas Day. You know what like, Most people just bite the fucking cookie or a carrot. I brought a reindeer. Santa's left a reindeer. Like. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot. He's forgot one. He must have come out the fucking hill. Which one are you then? Oh, you fucking prancer, are you? <laughs> Fuck off at the Clent Hills. I ain't feeling you. <laughs> Oh, so you yeah. the Christmas and just let it go. Next day, fucked off, yeah. Just <laughs> some day gone. Took the dog for a walk in the reindeer. Never come back with the reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> He's flown off back with Dancer and Prancer. Yeah. <laughs> You're off your fucking head. <laughs> no. You're off your head. <laughs> fucking ace. <laughs> oh. But you know, like, when you said um, there was a trip to Marbella and you wanted to go fishing. Yeah. Is that just... You know, you see all these mad things that you do. Do you have to have your quiet time? And was, is fishing something that you just... I never... No, not the mad things. I, I, I loved it. It was when I used to get fucking angry, I just needed to go... That's why I used to shoot. You go and, you go and fucking clip a fucking hundred shots off your shoulder. It gets rid of a load of frustration. Yeah. So you used to eat them? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, everything I shot, I ate. Everything. So, yeah, yeah. 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 I used to take them in for the lads. I had, I had, um, I had a dozen chickens as well. So, I, had a, I used to get a dozen eggs a day because my girls were happy. And... Uh, you know, I used to take him in for the lads. I had a little box. Just because my girls were happy. My girls, yeah. You, re- yeah, yeah. you referred to the chickens as my girls. girls yeah. Oh, fucking Sunday. He's have one of them, lo- lo- not a sit down, but a big fucking petrol or a noisy bastard. And I used to go down the garden. My missus used to think I was cutting the grass. I wasn't. It was just running field up. It's at the pub getting twatted. <laughs> <laughs> Feed me girls. Start the lawnmower and fuck off at the pub. <laughs> <laughs> you got any regrets? Not one. As a player. Not a thing. No, I, you know what? I, I, for my ability, I, I achieved, overachieved, and I enjoyed every single fucking moment of it. Yeah. Every single moment. Sounds like I, Yeah, I, it does. I, I don't regret a thing. I've made some amazing people, been very privileged um, to, to play with some fucking amazing players and against some amazing players. Uh, and, and I've just absolutely loved the journey. Like now, what I do now, sometimes you love the radio and something will be said on the radio, and I just, and the lads go, what are you laughing at? And I go, oh, there's nothing. Just something can yeah. trigger memory off. Like these nights, like now you sit there, you have a couple of beers, somebody will say, oh, that's another story there. Yeah. You know, and it's it's just, it's the memories that can never never be taken, you know. Because I feel like we kind of brushed over the fact of how good a player you were. 
Yeah. <laughs> football doesn't get football's the look in with you. Just, you, you, you were a good Is it a football thing? <laughs> <laughs> You're a bloody good player. I, I did okay. I, I mean, I was... Uh, I, I had a big heart and, you know, I got stuck in and um, I, I was okay. I mean, you obviously, anybody who plays at a professional level, you, you got to be half-decent. Um, but... I just enjoyed it, you know. Did you think you could have done even more? No, not really. I mean, my game was... Uh, I wasn't a technical player, so you could have fucking worked on me from dust till... You can pick up bits, you can learn every day, but my game was about being fit and getting about and stuff like that, and and I was as, I was fitter than anybody, you know. And so you, Did you, you never know. have a problem like having a beer? And, no, no. I've heard this about a few, like Carlton Palmer. Being able to have a beer yeah. and not affect you whatsoever. Yeah, I used to run home from the nightclub sometimes. Give me lads to shoot and run home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I went to Weymouth, 80s weekend. We, we got this fucking apartment, like one of them like rooms. I don't know what it was fucking called now. And I, I got in it about half past three and I said, I'm going out for a run. Went out for a run. I was gone for about four hours because I got fucking lost. But you got to get home, didn't you? So I'm running. <laughs> Fucking Forrest Gump. <laughs> but I did, and I did. I used to, when I got pissed, I used to love go out for a run. And if I if I went and got pissed, I'd be in first thing in the morning. I'd I'd clip ten k out before training, you know, just to sweat it out of you. They don't work. You don't sweat beer out of you. Don't make it okay. Yeah. It's like fucking eating a box of chocolates and having an apple, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's, it's not the way to fucking. It's not the way you do it. <laughs> so you were you were saying you signed for your mate at Kingsland, wasn't it? Yeah. So after Barnsley, I went to. Uh, I was I wanted to go to Bristol Rovers, but I'd, Paul Trollope was the manager, uh, and I, was, I know Trolls from Wales, although he collects China dolls, which is fucking weird. You know, I won't get to hold that against him. He collects China dolls. <laughs> well, we, we've been somewhere, and he's fucking. He's been. Out. I said, "What the fuck you got there?" He said, "Oh, we collect these China f- figurines, me and my missus." I know you fucking weirdos. You enjoy sex, you know. So anyway, he was the manager. So like I said, I wasn't going to hold the China doll thing against him. I wanted to finish my career at my, my hometown club. But who did he have with him now? The one behind the scenes, you know, like the sports director, director of football. Not Lenny Lawrence. Lenny Lawrence. Lawrence. Put the fucking blockers on the move. Put the blockers on the move. So he was already, already yeah, to be done. You agreed with yeah. him. And I was playing for fuck all. I was, I was paying him to play. I wanted to finish my career there. Yeah. You know, so I was going for nothing. And then. Uh, and then after that fell through, I just thought, oh, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do now. And then I had, I had a few clubs interested, but I just thought, you know what, I, I can't be asked to travel. I ain't moving. That was the perfect finish for me. Yeah, I, I ain't moving now. Mm. I'm going to, you know, I live in the Midlands. Bristol is a fucking 45 minute jaunt down the road from Worcester where I was living. I ain't traveling up fucking anywhere to, you know, for that sort of dough. So I ain't going to bother. So Webby phoned me at King's. He said, come and play for me. I said, fuck off. Are you mad? He said, look, we'll offer you this. He offered me the dough. was ridiculous. So just anyway, turn off the games. He got, yeah, just turn off the games, yeah. So he got the sack and I took over with uh, Carl Eggs. Do you know Carl Eggs? No, no. So anyway, I met him at the services on the M1 and we took over at King's Lynn, him being the number one and me being the number two. Well, he, he couldn't run a fucking bath egg, he? so I took all training and done all that. I moved training to um, Leicester, so it was easier for me. <laughs> <laughs> I made them made the fucking team travel. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I bet that went down well. It was going really well until the fucking chairman. Well, he wasn't the chairman. He was the twat who owned, owned the club. He, um, and I said, look, you ain't paid the lads. Now, some of these lads, four or five hundred pound a week, they're relying on that yeah. for their mortgages and things like that. Yeah, next week, promise you next week. So I'll go to lads, it's next week. And then he'd be in the 
bar after the game talking about how much champagne and where he'd been and I'm thinking hold on a minute you can't pay the lads yet you're talking like that in front of them mm. so I let it go for a couple of weeks and then the last time I went for him in the bar in front of everyone and uh, I said stick it up your fucking ass so I, I left job done walked out never been back in football since you miss, miss it, it. Uh, yeah I mean who doesn't I mean I, I love to the whole the whole thing's fucking incredible I mean you know what a fucking job uh, it ain't a job is it it's a fucking life um, yeah of course I miss it every day uh, the football aspect or all of the it. rest of it. it to me there was no difference it, it was all one you know I loved every every part about it it was there wasn't any one particular thing I loved more than any of the other mm. you know it, it's the dressing room banter it's the, the buzzer walking out on a match day it's it's everything you know it was a complete package it was my complete life yeah. uh, and I miss you miss all of that Um but also, you've got to be realistic enough to know that it does come to an end. You're told at the very beginning, you're on the first rung of the ladder. With the second rung, is you're retired. There's only one fucking rung, you know, and, mm. and that's it. And uh, you've got to be realistic enough to, to deal with that retirement. And, and a lot of players struggle with that. A lot of players, well, I've certainly struggled with it, you know. But uh, thankfully now, the counselling's really helped and I'm, I'm okay. So you went to see someone? No, did I fucking know? That was my for one. <laughs> I can imagine the counselling of me fucking counselling. No, the fucking, we had one at Forest once, you know, when they started bringing in. Like, Come in, he sat me down. And I went, he went, What's it? I went fuck off, mate. Like that. And he said, in the end, he went, I can't, can't help you, can't help you. I fucking got kicked out of the counselling meeting. He said, you, you're fucking gone, you're... I thought for the first time of this whole thing you were being serious. Can I borrow going serious? No. Oh, more fool you. <laughs> I should have known better. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh. That was eventful. Andy Johnson. Thank, Thank you very much. You. This, Thank you about, this was your life. Really <laughs> so do we want to talk about basketball at all? <laughs> <laughs> we need a red bull. We need a red bull. Like, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. Oh, brilliant, oh, man. man. It's a yeah. long time since my fucking abs have been this tense. I'll, I'll, fuck, I'll fucking tell you. Unless I've done fucking 10,000 oh, sit up. Pleasure, God. guys. Pleasure. Loved it. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.